0: it's november 15th thanks uh hey it's micah it's jordan and we're we are um i believe we are smack dab in the middle of marvel phase three with um one of the best movies of the franchise uh black panther 2018 uh yeah do you disagree with that take
1: no that's a hot one though
0: Yeah, I just, uh, this was my third time watching it, and um, funny enough, uh, each time I've seen it, I have liked it more than the previous time. So, at this rate, I'm going to like it even more next time. I
1: think I'm done seeing it. (laughs) Yeah. I I really, I, i watching it this time, I know I like it. Mm -hmm. I know it's great. Every time I, like, I feel like it's like the fourth time I've seen it. Yeah. And I was expecting to be pretty bored, just because I've seen it three times. Yeah. I actually was more interested in it than usual. Yeah. Even though I was drawing while I was doing it, so that was surprising. Mm-hmm. But I think I think I've tapped out. Yeah. On it. I've got I, I've got what I got from it. Yeah. And it's great.
0: I watched it earlier this year, and um, like way earlier, and I thought that this time, kind of like Thor, like I I rewatched Thor Ragnarok and Black Panther probably in March. And I was um, I was not really looking forward to re-watching either of them because it just had been kind of recently since I'd seen them, you know? And um, this one I was expecting to maybe just be a little looser and maybe mm. if I needed to work on something else, I would. And I wound up just kind of sitting there watching the whole movie I, and just being pretty glued to my seat.
1: I probably, this is one of the ones where I get most emotional watching it. Yeah. Out of all of them. And that's, that's including Guardians, too.
0: Hmm. This one's in
1: Infinity War.
0: Yeah. What about Endgame? Don't you do you get emotional in Endgame? And Endgame. Yeah. 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 But I, this
1: one's up there with those.
0: I would say that this is the best of Phase Three. But then you got to go. There's Guardians Two. There's uh, Infinity War, Endgame, and Spider-Man Homecoming. So it's probably not, maybe not the best of Phase Three, but it's close and it's up there. It's high. Uh, this is a movie directed by Ryan Coogler. So he's this guy who made a movie starring Michael B. Jordan called Fruitvale Station. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. I would like to see it, though. Makes this nice indie hit, and then he writes and directs Creed, which is uh, like the reboot of the Rocky series, and that movie's unbelievable, and it's like just as good as the original Rocky, which is just Has kind Tessa of Thompson like... In it? Has Tessa Thompson, uh, From Valkyrie. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And um, it's just kind of wild because he just. So he does this independent movie, and you're thinking he's going to be an indie guy. Then he does this huge studio movie, nails it, he kicks it out of the park. It jumpstarts a franchise. And then years later, they're going to come out with uh, Creed 2, which is also very good. And then uh, they're like, okay, here's another franchise. Can you handle this? And he destroys this one. I mean, knocks it way out of the park. I have a pretty park. big
1: issue with Creed.
0: What's your issue with Creed?
1: So, I've half watched it when you watched it that one time with Andrew. Mm-hmm. And maybe I don't understand boxing. I not maybe. I don't understand boxing. Yeah. But I really didn't understand that the guy he was fighting was as soon as the fight was over was going to go to prison
0: uh and
1: had the re- his whole like reason for doing the fight was to make money for his family and i'm thinking
0: i don't think he was i don't think that was happening that was the
1: impression that i got was that he was like going to prison for
0: he was something. going to prison but he wasn't like immediately after the fight they're like all right sir this way but to you know prison. what i
1: mean he was he, he was on 100 going to prison
0: yeah well i think he was on trial he or- was
1: going to prison they made it pretty clear
0: all right, I when mean I
1: half watched this movie <laughs> it it
0: may it may I think it makes sense if you watch the movie because i don't it well, doesn't I like half watching I it. don't think it breaks down maybe as next time I'll watch the other half. as you're saying <laughs> uh and that's a good way to get me in a bad mood, Because I love that movie trying to
1: ruffle your feathers
0: consider them ruffled um so this movie, Black Panther, is what we're talking about again. It's written by Ryan Coogler and Joe Robert Cole, who wrote the episode of American Crime Story, um, a jury in jail, and the race card episode.
1: Whoa, okay.
0: Which, which, you know, there's a lot of racial issues in this movie, so having those two guys, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Wow, the cars are a little noisy tonight. It's 8.33. Please don't rev your engines. Monday, man. I don't know what that means. Ludwig Göransson does the score, and if you don't know who Ludwig Göransson is, you're crazy. He did a... the score to Community and he's been working with Donald Glover for years
1: Awaken My Love produced by uh,
0: Ludwig Orenson. and he is also going to be doing the score to Tenet next year with Christopher Nolan and uh, he kind of just is the best and he won an Oscar for this movie
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, this movie only won two Oscars it won three
1: what was the third one
0: I'll get to that because okay. I don't remember okay Uh, Cinematography, we got Rachel Morrison, who also did Fruitvale Station, Dope, and Mudbound. Uh, We got Ruth E. Carter, Costume Design, who won an Oscar for that, and she has been up for it several times. I should look that up, because can can you refresh what she said at the... uh
1: So she won the Oscar, and she gets up there for her acceptance speech, and the first thing she says is, finally... Yeah. And you're like, oh, what's, what's her story? I I don't know what the deal is. And then I, I think that the, she's been nominated a lot.
0: Yeah, so she was nominated for uh, Steven Spielberg's Amistad.
1: That's right. Um,
0: and she was also nominated for Spike Lee's Malcolm X. So. Yeah, that is
1: like over a long period of time, like getting like almost every... Yeah, oh, you
0: know what? She, okay, I'm sorry, I cut you off, but uh, she might have also been referencing to this. Ruthie Carter becomes the first African-American to win the Academy Award for Best Costume Design. Probably
1: more that than the other thing.
0: Probably more that than the other thing. But also a little
1: bit of both, too, because the other times means that she was close.
0: Right, right.
1: Although, in the Amistad movie, this is probably a makeup, this is a makeup thing, it's not a wardrobe thing. Uh But remember in Amistad, starring Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, his hair. His his sideburn oh, is side flapping burns. in the wind
0: Yes, when they yeah. win the
1: case and everyone's cheering. And yeah. it's like, oh, he doesn't have facial hair on the right side of his face because it's flapping off.
0: Well, that would be makeup and hairstyle. It would be makeup and hair. So, so she's
1: in the clear. She's
0: in the clear. That's why it didn't win that. Um, but the movie also won um, Best Achievement in Production Design, where Hannah Beach, cool. Beachler becomes the first African-American to be nominated and to win no way. Best Production Design wow so hannah hannah beachler and jay hart won so uh kind of a big milestone movie um oscar nominated for best original song song all of the stars by kendrick lamar anthony tiffith and sza oscar nominee for best motion picture oscar nominee for best achievement in sound editing and also so has, sound mixing
1: has a marvel movie been nominated for this many awards
0: uh, no. Yeah, I'm, I don't be, think so. I don't think any of them, this is the first one that's been nominated for Best Picture.
1: Cool. I, I, th- I think it makes, th- I'm glad it's this one.
0: Yeah, it totally makes sense, and they totally, I think they earned it. I know you could maybe argue it's still a superhero movie, but I think this one transcends the genre. Like,
1: that's what I was thinking about when we were watching it. It's, I don't know, it's not a superhero movie.
0: Yeah. You know? It's more of it like this the, big king It epic. has the
1: Marvel label on it, but it's not a superhero movie.
0: Yeah. I'm also kind of like tired of like reducing these movies to that cuz I just feel like at a certain point you have to just be like, yeah, I guess game recognized game. You guys are good and you are able to like make these pretty like like you can look at certain endings of movies or certain things and go, "Oh, that's the Marvel thing to do." Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But like you watch this movie and it's very different from any of the other movies. Like like very very different. Yeah. The story, the um the acting even is like pretty out of place for a lot of it. And and um it still kind of looks similar, but um I don't know. It's just kind of annoying when it's like, "Oh, I don't see Marvel movies." Like, "Well, okay. I I don't know. I don't know if there's a discussion to be had there." Totally. Yeah. You know. Uh, so distributed by Walt Disney Production Company, Company Marvel, of course, produced by the one and only Kevin Feige. We got a budget of two hundred million, and this is wild, Jordan. I don't think that you uh know this. Um, so um domestic. So 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 most of the time in movies, especially these blockbuster movies, mm-hmm. um it makes way more foreign because that includes yeah, all yeah, the yeah. countries. Yeah. And then if you include China's like a big country. the Chinese market and stuff like that. So I'm going to throw a number at you. So the movie made worldwide. So all, all things considered, every country, including the U.S., it makes 1346913161 But here's what's insane. The movie made domestically, 700 million dollars So obviously like the cultural significance um, and I remember reading articles and stuff and I, I don't think I'm misplaced in saying that like the black community and the african african american community came out in droves to the theaters. Mm. And I'm I th- I think that's great. And mm. they, they had like screenings like just for black people well, and cool stuff like that. Well it's the cool thing
1: when you do think about it as a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. one of the currently the most popular franchise in in yeah. our lifetime um and at this point who knows when it's gonna go away like it's like our it's our western mm-hmm. so finally they made the superhero movie for black people and, and I, you know what i mean yeah no you're so right it, it is like
0: i don't think even though we're two white people i don't think we're wrong in making that statement because that is just a fact
1: yeah well it's like you know it is one of those things where it's like how come it took this long to and i know that you'll probably get into it they've been trying to make a black panther movie for a really long time yeah so i I know that this movie isn't like suddenly a movie but like it like why did it take this long
0: i know well that's the funny thing because then you flash forward one year captain marvel comes out it makes over a billion dollars so it's like why did it take this long to make a movie with the girl as the lead Mm-hmm. And then you flash forward one or two years from that, and they're gonna have the first Asian-led movie with Shang, Which is just Shang like, Chi. Why?
1: And, why is it taking this long? And it
0: took forever. But I heard that movie will make
1: probably like
0: 1.5 well, billion you dollars. Think about
1: that one too, because they're gonna get the Asian market. That's what I'm saying. Like, because most of worldwide stats that you get, I think, are from China. Yeah. So it's just like, why did that one take so long?
0: Yeah. So it I don't yeah. Well, and and uh, there there might be a little element of like Well, no, no, no. No. Why did it take so long? And we sit here and here's the answer. And the the cool thing is though is now Kevin Feige and Marvel, I mean, I don't know if they were being held back or anything crazy like that, but they're like, "Okay, cool. Black Widow, we're making that. Okay, cool. Shang-Chi, we're making that. Of course, we're making a Black Panther 2, a Captain Marvel 2." And I'm sure they're going to have a bunch of, of other yeah. more diverse movies. Um, it also just makes it more interesting. Yeah. Nobody wants to see 23 movies that only star white people, frankly. Okay? I don't. <laughs> um, so here's the other thing. Here we go. 1992, the one and only Blade himself, Wesley Snipes, announces he's making a Black Panther movie. 1992. 1992. Uh, it's in development by May 1994, and then flash forward to September 2005. Avi Arid says they are making it. In 2006, Snipes hopes to have a director, and then in 2010, Snipe goes to jail for failing to file tax <sighs> return and is sitting in jail until April 2013.
1: Wait, how long was he in prison for?
0: Uh, three years, uh, and then Avu Duvernay. Do you remember her? She's the one who did a wrinkle in time, and uh, okay,
1: yeah, she also she did, did something Selma. better than that. Yeah, she okay. did Selma. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, she was in talks to direct the movie. I think that was during the um, like when Marvel was like, "We're doing it." Um, what is happening?
1: There's people out there talking and walking. Crazy. Were you hearing them talk? Yeah. Okay. I'll cut all that. Also, since we're here, have you yeah. done the calendar stuff today? Yeah. Oh, you did it this morning. Yeah. Okay. Do you need me to do anything this week?
0: I might. I'm not sure. Okay. So Coogler wanted to bring in his collaborators to make it look and feel different than other MCU movies. Do you so think like he achieved this, that goal? Like
1: having the same cinematographer.
0: Yeah. Same. I think I
1: am not I haven't seen it. This is the only movie of his that I've technically seen, right? Yeah. So I
0: don't know. He only has three movies. I mean,
1: sure, he achieved. Well, I don't know. I think that. Well,
0: from the standpoint of you've seen all the Marvel movies, I think think it looks
1: like a Marvel movie. Okay. I think that the the scene,
0: the casino scene. I I think. um, Well,
1: no, I think the scene that when they're he's fighting for his right to be king.
0: Yeah, yeah. Both
1: times is very different. Mm -hmm. I think that the set designs are way different and way cooler than yeah. being on a shield Wasp. or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Um and which would be like so confusing if it wasn't amazing. Right, right. And then battle scenes very daylight, no shadows, no definition. Boring.
0: The, this we'll one get one, to though, that. We'll get to that. This one though, the I I don't mind the daylight as much in this movie because there's an the rest of the movie, like most of it is not in day. It's like the end is in day, which I mean, a lot of it is in day. Like, anytime they're outside in Wakanda, it's daytime. But but there's a lot of other night stuff, and I feel like having them have, like, a battle on a field and it's daytime is kind of cool to me.
1: But they could do it during sunrise or sunset. They could.
0: They could. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, It is this other- weird issue that they have where yeah. they just have to do it.
1: It's got to be come down to money. It's, num- it's a money thing. It's got to be. But I think that the movie looks very much like its own movie however yeah. it does definitely remind me it's a marvel movie
0: yeah okay is um, there a lot
1: of yeah go ahead
0: okay yeah. i'm just gonna yeah. keep going uh so he was inspired by the country of lesotho which i didn't even know that was a country nope.
1: is that, where is that in
0: it's africa. in africa but like where i don't know okay uh and then he wanted to include craven the hunter at the beginning of the movie but they didn't have the rights to do it who's that he is a big time spider-man villain but it makes sense that they wouldn't have had the rights because of, you know, Sony stuff. Um, and I hope that he's the main villain in the next Spider-Man movie because somebody... But why is he so cool? Somebody's got to hunt Spider-Man because his identity is out there now.
1: Like, what does he look like? What does he do?
0: He literally is a guy... Uh, he's got, like, a um, a goatee um, and he's, he, like, very masculine... M- like, muscular. Mm-hmm. And he has, like... He just wears, like... Um, like this lion's head on his chest. And he's
1: Makes sense why you're trying to get him for Black Panther then.
0: Yeah, yeah, it would have totally fit into the world to have him kind of show up and say a thing or two or maybe fight. Maybe maybe he was like leading that convoy at the beginning of the movie or something like that. Yeah. But it also would have No. No, it wouldn't have. Never mind. Uh anyway, so that is my all my production notes. Another thing to mention as well is I, I think I believe I read that um Ryan Kugler like spent a lot of time with his collaborators um bring like working on the histories of each tribe in that's Wakanda. Great. Cool. Which you totally feel in the movie. Yeah. You feel like yes. there's a s- more story to be told. And you feel like I don't want them to do this, but you feel like they could be like, okay, this is the the Snow Mountain movie. This is the
1: Well I think that's this it's smart to do that just storytelling wise, mm-hmm. in terms of memory. So like you have the white, like their their colors like white and blue. Yeah. So that's the mountain people. Also like a, a like a snow gorilla. Mm-hmm. So imagery it's like, okay, I will not forget that. Yeah, yeah. And then the um Tochala and like his people are like the city people. Yeah. And I think they're I can't, are they like purple? Yeah, they're more purple. So it's yeah. like okay, there's a color which is royalty. So it's assigned to yeah, that. Yeah, which
0: is cool. And then
1: um David, what's that guy's name?
0: Uh David Daniel
1: Kaluuya. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um they're like the pasture people and they are I think they're also blue actually. I think they're red. Oh, they're red? Sure. Yeah. Um, and then and then Lupita's people are green. Yeah. Don't really know where they are, but we didn't we weren't really taken there. So no. but it's like okay, green, different primary color.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which, again, it just helps with the visuals.
1: and It, it, it helps me remember who every everyone is because there's just so many characters.
0: Yeah, this movie is full of characters, which is, like, kind of a no-no sometimes when you're writing things, but uh, this time it works very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing, which I had heard... No, they're
1: totally blue. On... Daniel Kalua.
0: Oh, they're blue. Okay. They're totally blue. Um, I had heard on Blank Check, Griffin was talking about this, Blank Check, great podcast, Uh How like Ryan Coogler wrote Killmonger, Michael B. Jordan, with a lot of I'm sure not the extremist parts of it, but a lot of his political views were written into that character. Oh, so he had so much sympathy for that character, which like really makes for a well rounded villain because he he really isn't just a villain. I wouldn't even really consider him a villain. He he just is like doing no. what he believes he should be doing and since the the director has such sympathy for that, it's never um, it's never like at the expense of the, his ideology or anything it, it's not like you're doing the Nazis where you're just kind of like oh well they're bad of course like I don't need to explain that well I
1: think that even too you can like some people can argue like he's he's just angry and he's just trying to to get even
0: mm-hmm. but you
1: could also look at it as um, he's it's righteous anger. Yeah. Which I think is the correct, or I don't know if correct is the right word, but it's the way to look at it.
0: I mean, he does, I would maybe venture to say of, of the characters that appear in one movie in Marvel, he does the best performance, Michael B. Jordan. Cool. I can't think of another person that does such a great performance. Um, besides the people like Robert Downey Jr who've been in 11 movies and have that the chance to really hone in their character but
1: well they have, they have long character development too yeah
0: yeah so can i those get those are my notes can I get to you this? do yours i'm
1: going to go through this quickly cuz there are so many people in this movie as we have already said so Chadwick Boseman I don't think I ever covered him in Civil War
0: so uh, you, you just did say, thank you yeah um Jackie Robinson he was in the James Brown movie right Yeah, we definitely covered him in Civil War. Listen back, folks, if you didn't.
1: Cool. (laughs) And then Michael B. Jordan is in a movie Chronicle. (laughs) Yeah. Also Fantastic Four.
0: Which is our Halloween episode, Listen Back, came Mm -hmm. out two weeks ago.
1: He's also in Creed 1 and Creed 2. Yeah. There's something else I'm entirely missing.
0: Well, he's in Fruitvale Station. Fruitvale
1: Station. I actually think that's about it. Well he's in more, but those are like kind of his notable. He's in the new Fahrenheit four fifty one show that's on HBO.
0: Yeah, the TV movie. HBO, right? HBO, yeah. With Michael Shannon.
1: Um oh it's a movie. Yeah. How can we even watch it yet?
0: Well, I it's apparently sucks, so that's why. And the book's a masterpiece, so I just don't feel like watching it.
1: And then we have Lupita Nyong'o. Youngo. Um, She won an Academy Award a couple years 12 ago. 12 Years for, a Slave. Let me get through it, man. Oh, it's my notes. Dang it. Um, I just
0: wanted to impress Mike.
1: So 12 Years a Slave. She's also in Star Wars as Maz Kanata. Or you can redact that statement if you don't want it.
0: Well, okay. Um, you can
1: bleep that part out. She's in... Well,
0: before you continue, I just have to say, of all of the new characters in the new um, series of Star Wars, Maz Kanata, to me personally... Ranks as low as Jar Jar Banks, and I hate her every time she's on screen. And I think she's the worst. And I really love Lupita Nyong'a but I think her vocal performance is actually terrible. Um, having said all that, we will get much more into that whenever we chew off Star Wars. So I'm not going to go any further than that. But boy, do I hate Have
1: You seen this new movie she's in? Uh, maybe Little Monsters. No, I haven't. It's a zombie movie, but it's like a comedy and i just think it's such a bad move for her yeah. like like be careful lupita to like not get stuck in stuff like this but a washed up musician teams up with a teacher and a kids show personality to protect a young, to protect young children from a sudden outbreak of zombies yes there is a market for that people love hilarious zombie things also it's just riding on the coattails of that other zombie movie did that movie ever come out
0: the scout's guide to the, yeah. the zombie apocalypse yeah
1: so i feel like it's just riding on the coattails of that movie and then it's like Josh Gad is in it.
0: Oof. Rough. And this then might, they're they're this the only could be, two stars. This could be a you thing, because I'm not really sure about your take here.
1: I'm not into it. I think I I just have seen pictures of it, and it's just like, I have seen this
0: movie. Okay. But I'm not yeah.
1: a teenager anymore, so maybe Yeah, it's just not for me.
0: When she's still doing it, she'll be fine. I mean, she I was in so. Us this year.
1: Let me do my job. So she was in Us this year. And then that's Lupita. No, I don't want to click on her picture. And then one of the coolest characters in Marvel, Okoye, who is his body, who is um, T'Challa's bodyguard, Danea Den- Gurira. I am so sorry, <laughs> ma'am. Um,
0: Does it say where she's from? Iowa. No way. Yeah. That's cool.
1: Uh, her parents are from Zimbabwe.
0: Oh, Zimbabwe. Okay. Side note, non-movie related, Jordan. Yes, that's right. I'm going to not talk about movies for effect for a second. Um, Zimbabwe is the number one name of anything ever. Zimbabwe rules. name our
1: first child It's that.
0: fun to say. That's probably it's very bad. It's fun to, to spell. And it starts with a Z and it has a W in it and it says Bob. If you could Zimbabwe. put in,
1: you know like when on shows and stuff like the Gotcha thing and it's like psh,
0: yeah, yeah. You know, like if a you stamp. could
1: put if you could put this sound effect in uh-huh. when she is the badass of the Marvel universe. Whoosh,
0: badass. Yeah. Like that kind of a thing. Yeah. Do you actually want me to put that if in? If you
1: can, that would be great because it's like our it's the badass seal of approval and we only give it
0: out once. Ever? Or just per series?
1: Per series. Should
0: this be a new segment? Sure. Badass of the series? Badass
1: of the series is this woman.
0: Yeah. She is. So um, she
1: wait let me shut it uh, so she plays totala's bodyguard so she's in other you know marvel movies past this movie um she is also the you can do the sound effect again the badass of the walking dead i'm only saying that because i've only watched to this far and then i stopped watching it but she's the cool chick who has two zombies on a leash when they find her Uh, hello. You wonder why I haven't watched past that? I didn't need any more intensity.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god!
1: Then, um, she's in an episode of Robot Chicken. Shocking! She's in All Eyes on Me.
0: Oh, with the Z in the title.
1: Yeah, she's in My Soul to Take. She's in some TV shows, you know, like Mm -hmm. Law and Orders, all that stuff. So she doesn't have a huge, um, salonger free. Filmography yet, yeah. And then Martin Freeman. I don't know if I went over him.
0: We did in the the other episode. Oh, that's right. We talked about yep. The Hobbit. But we could we could just say with Daniel Kaluuya. I mean, he's in Sicario and he's in Get Out. And then you can skip him.
1: He's in something else. though. He's,
0: that's important. Well, he's in Widows, but that's post. Um, yeah, but I he rules just- though. He is just like I I love him so much. We'll
1: look it up later. Um, then we have. Letitia Wright, who plays, sorry, sorry, no, no, who plays Shuri, who is T'Challa's sister. Um, by, she, by
0: the way, it's T'Challa, not Tochala.
1: T'Challa, sorry. Okay. Um, she is in an episode of Black Mirror. Oh, okay. Yep. And then other stuff. It looks like a lot of British stuff. Then we have Winston Duke who is the daddy in Us. And then we have Oh brother. No, Sterling K Brown who is in The People versus OJ. This is, is my the, guy. I love this guy. The district attorney's like other attorney mm-hmm. there. And he gives such a wonderful performance. He's also in he's also a main person in the show
0: This is Us. He he only has two scenes in this movie, and he just shines like a dang diamond.
1: Yeah, he's so good.
0: And Angela Bassett's in this movie too. She's huge. Micah, she's huge.
1: Yeah, fine, I'd, she's in it.
0: Well, I just thought that that would have been earlier because I thought she would have been a higher higher billing. She's in
1: Olympus has fallen. Then Is we she, have four. Forrest... You know what else she's in though? No,
0: she was in a movie that came out last year.
1: Can you just say it?
0: One of our favorites, Mission Impossible, Fallout, oh, baby. Oh, yeah, she's
1: great in that. Um, and then we have Forrest Whitaker, who is in Rogue One. Uh-huh. And, I mean, it's Forrest Whitaker, people. Applause. And then Andy Serkis is in it. I think we've covered him. If you haven't seen Lord of the Rings, I don't know why you're here.
0: He, yeah, he, we've covered him. That's about it. Okay. so let's uh let's hop into the movie. So, the movie does a very smart thing. It starts off with a fantasy sequence made out of vibranium. Is it vibranium? Yes, vibranium. Um, and they describe how this vibranium asteroid came down to Earth, and um, these people, with the power of this herb, were able to become.
1: There were five tribes.
0: Oh, five One tribes. One tribe
1: found it or was led to it by by a spiritual being personified as a panther. Yeah, and they ingested it, and they got the powers of the panther thing, and then all of the other tribes besides one decided to follow this tribe.
0: Yeah, and that 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 it's in, it's inferred. I mean, that's the tribe that's up in the mountains, right?
1: No, that's absolutely what the tribe is. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. make sure.
1: I think they're pretty clear about it. Okay. I think they say it. Okay. At some point. Um,
0: and then they, they, it's, you hear like it's a voiceover of father and son. Obviously it's T'Challa and his dad. Um, you know that right off the bat, you can just tell. And so they're, they're doing this. It's showing like, um, slaves being taken away from Africa. And I was talking with Jordan when we were watching it and I'm like, I am still kind of shocked that Kevin Feige and Disney were like, yeah, put all this politics in it. Sure. Okay. Because this movie's so political and it, um, I don't think it would step on many people's toes, except for maybe racists. But it's still, it's still like bringing some pretty dense subject matter to what are quote kid movies, and so it's kind of surprising that like right off the bat they're like, oh yeah, slaves, and then later like Michael B. Jordan's gonna be like my my ancestors like died in the ocean because they'd rather die than be than be uh, in in chains and stuff like that. You're like that's kind of wild that you allowed this in this movie. This I think it's great. Quote kids movie. That's why it's so good. Yeah. Um and then um they're they're talking about like the technology. So right off the bat, they're just like here's all the exposition. We got to get this out of the way. So
1: Wakanda is a highly advanced civilization of people living in Africa who have who hide themselves in a third world country. Cause like Wakanda is recognized as a country, but they actually like, we don't know where Wakanda like is like what theirs is. So it's considered a third world country mm-hmm. Um, because their, their big thing is keeping the outside world away from them. And, and yeah. I think that's why it was important for them to show like, like the, the history of slavery and all of that stuff, like these things that have pushed them to
0: do not want to share not their resources.
1: Share share this with anybody it's like why why would why do we have to because every time anyone ever the white man has come here they just Mm -hmm. they pillage and rape and they take everything out yeah so
0: and and then he uh you hear the little boy say do we still hide papa and he says yes and then he says why and then it cuts to 1992 in oakland and and that's cool because that's kind of the thesis of the movie is like why are they still hiding because that that's like the conflict of the movie, and it's it's great that right off the bat with really cool animation. I don't think
1: it's T'Challa and his dad.
0: Who do you think? I think, think it's is? Michael
1: B. Jordan and his dad.
0: Oh,
1: yeah.
0: You might be right. Yeah. Oh man, now I've got egg on my face. I gotta take a shower.
1: That's okay. You can wait till after.
0: Uh, so then we cut to nineteen ninety two Oakland. And this is when we find um, Michael B. Jordan's dad is like planning to do stuff with this vibranium. And while he's doing it, uh, T'Challa's dad comes while he's the king in the Black Panther. And he's like, what are you doing? You stole this stuff from us. Wakandan's died. And we've, and, and then, um, well, I guess we could save that for later. But uh, basically, he's like, we're taking you back to Wakanda.
1: You're going to go on trial.
0: You're going to go on trial. Is that all?
1: Sure. And then we go to present day and we see T'Challa, his bodyguard. Yeah. In a ship. And then you see that they're tracking some like um, a warrior. Like, like uh, refugees kind refugees of thing. Kidnapped by people. Yeah. And Black Panther goes and saves them. Lupita's with them. And then, and then you do learn like, so yeah, they have a history. Like they, they like each other. Yeah. but it, it doesn't become like a will they won't they i don't you don't really feel that way because no. because you also learn that the reason why they had to save her and like these women with her was because she is a wakandan but she can't bear to like stay in wakanda when all of these other african people are exploited and taken prisoner and yeah. are refugees so she's constantly out there in the field helping people
0: and and she's more on the side like so the old, the old, <laughs> the old Wakanda and T'Challa are like, we need to like protect ourselves. She's more on the side of like, we should help and aid other people. And then Michael B. Jordan's on the side of like, we should conquest. But they are all kind of arguing about the same thing. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, the movie
1: is about uh if Wakanda will help people or not. Like if they yeah. should or not. That's what the movie's about.
0: Uh-huh. And so here's one thing. Um, the action sequences in the movie, some of them are pretty cool. Um, Black Panther's movements are very fluid. Uh-huh. Do you think that that is um, a a choice that they made to make his movements fluid, or do you think it's a, an effects?
1: Would you consider it cat-like?
0: Um, n- I would say it could be. Be that could a, be what they're going for. A choice that they made. It does seem like they don't have the physics right on on the visual effects, though. Like, like Probably, the visual the body, effects are
1: pretty bad in this movie. The body
0: me. feels like it should have more weight to it yeah. when it's being flipped around and stuff. But, but you
1: also have to think that he does have superpowers, so it's yeah. like, does it matter?
0: Yeah, I think, I think it's probably on purpose that they do that. Um, but it is crazy, like, in that first scene, we see the Black Panther suit and and his dad is just wearing a real suit and the difference between that suit and like the rest of the movie is crazy how much better it looks it is so mind blowing to me that they keep on cgiing these costumes on the characters cuz it just doesn't it looks like a good 70% less good than a costume mm-hmm. and i know certain shots you have to do it but a lot of times, you know, with Iron Man and stuff like that, they just don't even wear a suit, and it doesn't look very good. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Sometimes it
1: looks disproportionate.
0: Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get that floating head syndrome, yeah. too. So then we cut to Michael B. Jordan. He's at a museum, and he's talking to this lady about... Um,
1: the uh, artifacts. These
0: artifacts. he's, and he's asking her artifacts. where they're
1: from, and she's telling him, this is from Germany, this is from Ireland, like all these really old Celtic places. And then he tells her, no. These are from Wakanda. Yeah, and he's he's like, don't worry, I'll, I'm taking them off your hands. Poisons her. They call the well, and, and
0: she says she says you can't just take these. And he says, what do you think your ancestors did? Yeah, you're like, whoa. Yeah, and you're like, dang.
1: I'm listening. <laughs> um, so then he poisons her. They call paramedics. The paramedics happen to be Andy Serkis and two henchmen. Yeah. Um, so they kill all the bodyguard. You know, they they steal the artifacts, and they leave. And the well, artifacts are made out of vibranium.
0: I know I keep pausing, but there's so many cool things. Um, Claw, which is Andy Circus, he's just such an unhinged, like, adrenaline junkie. And in this scene, it's just so crazy because he kills everyone except one guy. And he goes, don't worry. I'm not going to kill you. Just don't tell anybody. And then the guy starts running, and he just shoots him in the back. And then Killmonger goes, why did you do that? And he goes, it's better to leave the crime scene spread out. It makes us look like amateurs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, which, which is like brutal, oh so he's
1: brutal and
0: also very smart. <laughs>
1: well, he he seems erratic, mm-hmm. but he's a genius. Yeah, he's a criminal genius. Yeah, criminal minds.
0: Criminal minds.
1: Um, and yeah, so they steal it successfully. Leave, no one knows a thing happened besides the stolen stuff and then out dead people. But <laughs> um, so then we go.
0: No one knows they did it. Maybe.
1: Yeah. Back of Wakanda, I believe.
0: Yes, and this is when they fight for so King
1: T'Challa fights, or, or he he needs to like basically prove his worth. But someone has to come and fight him. Well, I mean, if, if well, not someone doesn't have to because they to each tribe they ask like, do you have someone willing to oppose him? Kind of like speak now or forever hold your peace, and yeah all of them, all of the tribes they know besides the mountain tribe. And you get the impression that they don't really come to these things. They're pretty like outside because they don't really follow it. But like finally, after very like centuries seems like centuries or decades, the, this tribe makes an appearance and the leader opposes T'Challa. So they fight. And what I like about it is that his powers are taken away from him. Um, T'Challa's powers are taken away from him. Yeah.
0: Um of course, Whitaker like gives him a juice in his so like, it
1: it evens the odds. yeah. so he, he has to beat that.
0: him man to man, not yeah. panther to man. yeah,
1: and it's a pretty good fight because I think showing that he isn't, he doesn't have the superpowers. he it's a very hard fight to win, but he wins, guys. Um, he becomes the king worthy. So then he is, that ceremony happens like a ritual to like fully make him king, like an inauguration, but also like fully Black Panther.
0: Yeah. And he has this dream sequence where he gets to talk to his dad again. Yeah. And, and I don't see. think it's a dream. Or yeah, I guess it's not a dream. I, it's just, that's what but I. it's cool
1: because the set is really cool. I really like the, the sand that he's buried in.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: and I like it too because it's, you know, he's being buried. That's like very morbid. Yeah, but it, it's it's like it reflects it's a visual representation of him meeting his ancestors because mm-hmm. his ancestors are probably buried. So and in it's this meeting scene, them in that common ground, and then I like that he's surrounded by a garden of those of the plant.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and in the in the sequence, him and his dad have it's a pretty nice moment. Really great score by Ludwig. I mean, it like does this great melody that just hits. Cool
1: sunset, hard. man.
0: Cool like uh, purple sunset yep. and then I this part I like the the CGI panthers oh, I think yeah. I think they look really cool because yeah. they sh- I like how they look dreamlike yeah they have very glowy purple eyes and yeah. stuff um, and then then they find out that uh, Ulysses claw is trying to sell that artifact that they stole earlier
1: and then not only that they have a history with him because
0: he was part of the group that stole the vibranium. That um, is an Age of Ultron. The guy from People vs. O.J. Simpson was trying to move at the beginning of this movie,
1: which is also an Age of Ultron.
0: Yes, uh, but that would have been after. Yeah, but
1: they mentioned vibranium in that movie. Yeah, in his scene. Yeah. So,
0: and and in that he he, he basically had did like a terrorist attack in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. So they didn't. But so they, they say either kill he's him. A war or, crime. Kill
1: him or bring him back. Yeah. So they hit T'Challa, his bodyguard, and Lupita go to South Korea, where it is said that he will be. So they go to a casino. Mm-hmm. Very cool scene, very cool set design. And it's just a box, basically. Like, it's probably a very simple set design. Oh, yeah. But it, it looks very good. Yeah. um, One of the coolest fight sequences in the entire series at this moment. Mm-hmm. This is also when Martin Freeman's character is introduced, and you find out he's a CIA agent, which I thought he was always yep. S.H.I.E.L.D. So it's like, cool, a different branch of government, finally, that, like, has some... Claw in this, like current climate. So he he's trying he's like has made he's the reason why Claw is coming there because they're meeting and he is giving Claw diamonds in exchange for the vibranium thing. Yeah. Um. So then T'Challa there and it's like, well, no, we're just we're taking him. So then this huge battle happens.
0: Stanley makes a cameo where Stanley he steals the chips that T'Challa just won at the blackjack t- yeah. or the what is that called craps table? Yeah, yeah,
1: um, and then it, it ends with Claw being captured.
0: Yes, yes, and this sequence is pretty cool. I the they do they do a, a it's a fake oneer, but they do a oneer for a little bit. Um, it's not it's not the best in the world. I think it, I think it sort of shows that the that a couple of the actors are not like martial artists because you, you, the you scene see when they're
1: it, interrogating him
0: no in the scene where they're fighting in the one okay. shot because you know sometimes you can see it sometimes you can just tell that it's like the people they're fighting are are holding back <laughs> because they have to not hurt the actor um but uh then yes then then we get to captures claws claw uh, they capture claw um everyone pulls out phone they take to cia I don't know what that one pretty means. Pretty much
1: what's going on here is T'Challa is trying to negotiate with Martin Freeman about letting him take Claw. Mm-hmm. And the thing is is Claw's telling Martin Freeman that Wakandans are only, are just savages. Yeah. And and like you have no idea what they're what kind of operation they have going on cuz he's trying to get him to understand Vibranium to which Martin Freeman becomes kind of suspicious of of the Wakandans and um so they're pretty much just arguing then yeah. Michael B. Jordan swoops in, blows up a wall, takes Claw back into custody.
0: And, and, oh, what, and Martin what's Freeman cool gets shot in the back. Is Martin Freeman, I think we, uh, he could have played this as like the buffoon American that doesn't know anything, but he's playing the character. I don't know. I buy it. I playing bu- him straight. I, yeah, he's just playing him straight. And I buy that he like works for the government and he's just like, there to do his job, and he really wants both parties to you know work what he's together. Playing, as? but he's not like the co- he. He could have been the the comedic relief.
1: He's playing as a person in this world who is aware that he lives in a world where this is normal.
0: Yeah, rather than yeah, being yeah, someone
1: yeah. who's just dumb, and it's like oh, I've never seen this before, and it's like, dude, you're in the CIA.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's he was at the Battle of New York, you know, yeah. or maybe you know, yeah, uh, yes. I like that take. Good job. Yeah,
1: so Claw's taken back and then T'Challa goes back without Claw. to which everyone's pretty upset with him about.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. The, uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. And here's, here's another thing. The vibranium and like Black Panther powers get into that weird territory for me that I'm not as big a fan of where they just kind of, like the vibranium is able to do whatever the script needs it to do whenever it needs it to do and it, is a really not clearly defined thing that just like runs their whole world. Yeah, you can put a, like a bomb in in Martin Freeman's bullet hole, and it'll just like help him stay safe. And then they're like, send him back here, and we'll we'll be able to fix him. And it's With just vibranium. Not, it's just kind of like okay, whatever. Yeah, but um, I also
1: haven't read the comic books, so I don't know. Yeah,
0: what but I think is. even if I was reading the comic books, I'd be like, okay, whatever. Oh, okay. I, okay. It's just like an undefined thing that just can it's a due ex machina that they can invoke at any point in the story just like iron man he's able to just like do anything with his suit and you're just like okay i guess now you can
1: you're like this isn't why i watch the movies
0: yeah it's it's kind of odd but um so then claw i mean uh michael b jordan kills claw and his girlfriend, because Claw has his girlfriend at gunpoint, and you see now that he's willing to do whatever it takes also, to get to that's the throne.
1: Prove that he's a Wakandan, because yeah. Claw, oh, yeah, Claw pulls is down telling him lip. he's like, you don't understand, you don't want to go there. There's just a bunch of savages there. And then mm-hmm. he shows them his tattoo, and you see like, oh, this is personal. Yeah, this isn't him just wanting a score. Yeah. So I I like that. Um he, I, I like how you, it doesn't show him showing up to Wakanda. It just shows him walking up to one of the tribes with Claw.
0: Oh yeah. So we don't
1: know how he got there. I don't care how he got there. And I he think just it's like actually throws more. Down the body it's more sinister that he oh, just is yeah. there. I think that's super cool. And so it's it's, it's smart. And of course, he. I mean, who knows? But I'm assuming he doesn't know this. But to give the body to Daniel. Kaluuya, because he's the one who wanted it probably more than anyone. Mm -hmm. so giving it to him was like okay you got that guy's undying respect
0: yeah and And it plays into later when he sides with him that's what i mean over to child yeah yeah yeah. i love that so
1: quickly he is like michael b jordan's taken to basically like the council Mm -hmm. and um he this is kind of like when he's he's making his case proving that he is a wakandan but it's also like how how are you a wakandan this is impossible because you're not from here yet you have this tattoo what does this mean um and he he's basically like telling him what he's going to do which i like that too about bad like like bad guy moments when he's basically saying everything that he's going to do but he's still like handcuffed
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah in, he's in, like the chains are not gonna hold yeah, me back and i'm think, still gonna do it i
1: think that t'challa's mom's reaction to all of this is like such great acting because oh, she's, yeah. she's just like no you're not one of us but she's way more hysterical than that like in a in a very, very believable way and mm-hmm. it's like yeah she's shocked that's yeah. cool. And then is that is that right after when um is like back with Force Whitaker and he he's I think so. told that's... What, ha- what happens. Yeah. So what happens is um Michael B. Jordan's dad is what's that guy's name?
0: Oh, he's the guy from American Crime Story. Sure.
1: Um that's his dad. Um and not not a big us. shocker. But you do more importantly than that, you find out that T'Challa's dad killed him at that on that night. And, like, he consciously did not take his son with him, consciously. Just left this boy here, fatherless, to just, like, grow up in the system.
0: Well, and what was the, because we find out that Forrest Whitaker was the the Wakandan sleeper cell that, like, turned in Michael B. Jordan's dad. But he was going to die in that scene, remember? Because that's why. Mm -hmm.
1: um, Well, I think that the American Crime Story guy was going to kill him.
0: Because remember, he pulled a gun out. Yes, and then like King T'Challa's dad killed him, but then they abandon the son, and that's the bigger issue that they're getting at. Mm -hmm. They're not like, which which I like this. They're not like, oh, you're like he killed my dad. I mean, he is upset about that, but he's consciously
1: said no to Wakandan. Yeah,
0: he's like, you abandon a Wakandan, you abandon your own because you wanted to like save face and pretend like this whole thing never happened. Mm -hmm. And that is wrong. Mm -hmm. And then what we discussed, um, later in the movie, which I'm going to jump ahead, then we'll jump back. But when, when, when T'Challa gets his powers back and he has one more sequence where he's able to see his dad, he like, he comes to grips with like, why did you do this? And, and, he basically, correct me if I'm wrong, but he kind of says, like, being a king, you can't, you can't be perfect. What I did was wrong. I accept that. Like, I should have done, if I could do it differently, I would have. I messed up. And what's and cool, you're going to mess up, too. Well,
1: what's cool about it, too, is at that moment, because he's near death, mm-hmm. T'Challa, and his dad's like, it is time for you to meet, to, like, be with us for eternity. It's your time. And mm-hmm. he's, like, he's, like, proud of his son, and, like, it, it seems like there is a pride Mm-hmm. to him even though under sad circumstances but t'challa is like no i have to fix what you did because what you did is wrong yeah and i'm going to fix it and it's like it's not not only is he gonna like fix his dad's problem he is taking on his dad's problem uh-huh. he's taking on like the the bad thing that his dad did and writing it yeah and doing the right thing which when i we were watching it led me back to um we see this character in Tochala in Civil War, when, um, you know, to him, Bucky is the reason why his dad died, mm-hmm. and originally, like right after that happened, he's like, "I am killing that person. Nothing's gonna stop me." Yeah. And when he is faced with the ability to finally kill, no, oh yeah, oh yeah, because he, so he, he's so he's he's kind of like uh in Civil War, like riding on the coattails of of all these, of, like, Captain America and Iron Man and, like, learning all this information right behind them. Because, mm-hmm. you know, first it's Bucky, and then it's like, okay, no, it's not Bucky. It's this guy. This is the guy who did set the bomb, which was Daniel Bruhl. Yeah. And when he had that moment where he was talking to Daniel Bruhl, he, like, Daniel Bruhl was going to kill himself, remember? And he yeah. stopped it. Because he originally, he, like, he was going to kill him, T'Challa. Yeah. But then he realized he had such a great line. I forget what it was. But it's like, I'm deciding not to take a life for another but to basically like save a life for the death of someone else which he's talking to his dad so you see that that character already and then we see it in this movie again so it's like this in this movie growing still character development yeah still is but it's like if anything he is acting upon what his father has always taught him yeah even though his father failed to do it Mm -hmm. which has made you know in a way like has made him better than his dad which is what his dad would want yeah you know so like him saying no to death right now to finish what his dad did it's just like finishing that mm-hmm. thing
0: yeah and and um but i want what i wanted to say uh, was that um this was the problem i had with thor ragnarok was how the, the there's a big reveal that his father is not who he says he was and that him and his that odin and hella were off like conquering as as vicious as any tyrant and thor and loki are just like oh yeah okay whatever that's weird we have a sister whatever okay let's get rid of her and in this movie there's like actual emotional consequences to t'challa to finding out that his dad is not the perfect king that he thought he was and he has to come to grips with that and this is like this you know, is like crazy the good version that of that story.
1: It's it's like, you know, his he looked at his dad as if he was a god. Uh-huh. And then that part of the, this movie is him realizing that he's not. Like he is a he's a man. And what's crazy is in Thor it was such a missed opportunity because his dad is a god. Yeah. He's he's not like a perfect god. Obviously. He's more like a Greek mythology or Celtic mythology. But like he's a god and he did terrible things and they don't even scratch the surface of it. And he's a god. And this movie, he's just a king of a nation. And that's like what the whole thing's about. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Michael B Jordan challenges him, he defeats him and he takes the throne. There's a crazy cool 180 shot where it starts upside down and slowly turns as he gets on the throne, which obviously symbolizes the upside down kingdom that it's now happening. And then um like the sympathizers of T'Challa have to leave and be and like get out before it's too late,
1: which is pretty much just his sister, his mom and Lupita and Martin Freeman. That's about it even yeah. his his bodyguard she remains with the king because she's a loyal she's loyal to loyal the th- she's got that
0: great scene where she's like i i'm loyal to whoever sits on the throne and you're like yeah i get it mm-hmm. i get it and and that's just when you're like this movie is just kicking it out of the park i love it mm-hmm. um so we're cruising along um they plead to basically michael b jordan is like destroy All the plants. I'm gonna be the last Black Panther, and he has a sequence where he talks to his dead father, and he discusses, you know, how like the Wakandan sunsets are beautiful, and it's this beautiful place that abandoned me and stuff. So he's he's reconciling with those differences. Meanwhile, T'Challa is believed to be dead. Of course, he's not, Um, and he's up in the Mountain Kingdom, and they've been keeping him frozen on ice uh, in a coma.
1: What I like is um, I like that Michael B. Jordan's ancestral visions are just in the apartment that he grew up in. Yeah, because I mean, why would it? You, you would you would almost expect it would be his Wakandan ancestors, mm-hmm. like, in, like in, in, the, in the pasture. Yeah, yeah. But the the fact that it's just his dad alone. Yeah, it's like waterworks. Here they come. Yeah,
0: it's it's a really great scene. Yeah. Um, so then, the the women of Wakanda basically plead with the Mountain King, um, and he he concedes, gives them, and and he'll later help them later. You know, the classic: we're not going to help you, but we'll come in the middle of the battle when you guys are down and out. Then we have the big final battle. Um, this is probably the worst part of the movie. Maybe um, it's not quite as bad as I remember. Um, but some of the special effects is just, like, I think that there are so many special effects in this movie that, like, a lot of them are really good. But since there's so many, like, all the special effects teams, they must have been so stretched then. Oh, yeah. Because you get to that sequence, which is, like, famously online, and, like, you talk to people where T'Challa and Killmonger are fighting in the train station. Famously, that is, like, one of people's, like, least favorite, like, special effects moment in, in the entire universe. Like, that scene was kind of, like, mocked, basically. Because it's it's not...
1: Kind of like a throwaway.
0: It, it's not very good animation. Yeah. Um, come to find out, I think that they had six weeks to do that entire train sequence, which is crazy. If they wanted to do that, like... Um, really, really well. It probably should have taken like a year to do all of that, I would imagine. Um, so that's actually kind of incredible when you take into account they only had that amount of time. Um, if you if you are interested in learning more, there's the Corridor Crew on YouTube, and they have um, a video where they... They're, they're the special effects artists, and they um, react to Marvel movies, is one of them. That so that one is yeah the marvel movies one and that that they they kind of explain why that scene looks so bad um because it's kind of hard to tell when you're not a special effects person but there's a lot of reasons um
1: important to know when the battle starts it's uh or i guess when the battle's happening and t'challa shows up oh he's alive the the his bodyguard says to someone else like the the battle or the what is it called? Like the ceremony's not complete because yeah, when him, he when didn't him die. and Michael B Jordan fought, it either has to end with a tap out or someone dies. Yeah, so he's not dead, which means he's still king.
0: Yeah, which that's right? a cool moment.
1: Yeah, so that, well, that, I think it
0: means no one is king technically probably. until the battle is done.
1: Yeah, so that's cool, and then you have that moment between her and Daniel. Yeah, I just keep forgetting his name. It's not that I can't pronounce it. I, just I keep forgetting.
0: I, I'm like worried that I'm not pronouncing it right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but him and her. So like Danny they're, they're together. Like they're in a romantic relationship as said earlier in the movie. And it's interesting because there comes a moment when they like are on the battlefield and they're facing each other. And I think he's like, I'm not going to fight you. And she's like, basically like, you're a coward if you're, a coward if you're not going to well, fight me. He
0: says like, would you, would you kill me or whatever? And she said, I won't. She says, I wouldn't flinch.
1: For the like for the kingdom of Wakanda wouldn't even flinch yeah um, which is interesting because at this point they're they're fighting for the same thing mm-hmm. um, and then at that point he he drops his weapon because I think he complies with her
0: uh, I think yeah, he also just want like fighter that. yeah
1: um because he knows he'd lose um yeah she does rule yeah so then Michael B Jordan and T'Challa are. I'll just say Chadwick Boseman because <laughs> um, they have their final fight sequence in the train station. Uh, Michael B. Jordan gets stabbed. Yeah. Fatal wound. and Which is
0: unfortunate because you. you it, I know when I first saw it, I was like, oh, so he's not going to be in more movies? Yeah, but like, yeah, I'm so glad good. he's
1: not. I think that like I'm glad that his legacy began and ended in one movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, he it, it, he does tell a complete story. Yeah. So I'm happy about that. But I mean, you think about, like think about those two stories we have of Black Panther so far, and it's like, those are really complete good stories. The one from Civil War and the one from this one. Well,
1: what's great what about it- What if
0: Killmonger had two stories? Yeah,
1: but think about this. So, you know, he dies and, well, and, he not, he's not dead yet, but he he's he mentions how he's always wanted to see a Wakanda in sunset. Yeah. Or his dad's always talked about it. So t- T'Challa takes him to this cliff, where the sunset's happening, uh-huh. and um, you know he he's taking it in for the first time and the last time, yeah. And you're crying, <laughs> but um, uh, he says, "Oh no, no Tochala says like, you know, we could probably save you." Yeah, and then he says, "What to just be in a prison?" So it's well, like there again. I, I wrote
0: this one down. Well, but I but there again,
1: it. he can't be in another movie because that's all he would. Oh, be. that's what you're. The he, point you're he, he, they would heal him, and then he would go into prison. I mean, how how would he not be in prison for the rest of his life? Yeah, Maybe because he overthrew a kingdom. Like, like some people would look at it as, um, what is it called? Just like a, like a riot, a revolution. You yeah. know. So
0: well, I'll I will just say for my own s- stupidity, uh, you're right. Like it tells a complete story. It works, and I don't have any problems with it.
1: I know what you're saying. I
0: just it would be lovely if yeah. he could have stuck around.
1: Maybe he has a son somewhere.
0: Maybe. And it looks exactly like him, and he's able (laughs) to play the character. Um, So, yeah, T'Challa says, maybe we can still heal you. And he says, why? So you can just lock me up. Just drop me in the ocean with my ancestors who jumped off the ships because they knew death was better than bondage.
1: And then you're really crying. And you're
0: like, whoa, okay. Yeah,
1: that's the most intense moment of the entire movie. That, right there.
0: (laughs) But then what's, what's really cool, too, is all of this happens... And then T'Challa learns like we should be helping the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. There are people that need help and we can help them. So let's so he learns from the quote villain of the movie. Mm-hmm. So this the the plot like has a consequential um connotations for the rest of wherever they take the series, mm-hmm. which is great. I which, mean that's...
1: at the beginning of the movie, he's talking to Lapita about you know, she's like, we need to be helping people. And mm-hmm. he's telling her if we help people we'll be out there for all the world to see and that's puts us in danger so the beginning of the movie they're just setting up this entire story pretty much and the movie ends with them having the same conversation and but but the difference is in this conversation he's changed
0: yeah and it's it's
1: just it's a really it's really good writing it's great that they ended with that yeah it's
0: it's fantastic yeah um and then um yeah, uh they go back to Oakland and he sets up like the first outreach program in the Still apartment crying. building where they died.
1: Still crying.
0: And um then there's a post-credit sequence where he announces to the UN that they're going to um uh that they're going to help other countries and the people are like what in the world could Wakanda possibly offer us and they basically wink at the camera and they're like you know viewers. And then the last sequence you see the white wolf come out and we find out that bucky barnes has been there the whole time and they've been helping him recover from his uh diseased brain that mm-hmm. is is hurt by
1: the And he's got no arm. Hydra.
0: Got no well now he's got a new arm. Oh no, he doesn't have one yet. Yeah. Don't
1: spoil it, man.
0: Um so that's Black Panther. Great movie. Uh, really, really, really really love it. Just great movie. Um next week we got Avengers Infinity War. Really? Yes, that's the next one. Oh, we're getting toward the end here. We're
1: gonna run out of tissues.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we got Infinity War, the story of Thanos, and then um, then we have I ha- came out with a song last week, Manifest Destiny. Grab your dang headphones, listen to it all the time, everywhere you go. Show your friends, and then go to patreon.com/slash McCaw. Sign up, get these get these episodes early, four days early on Monday instead cool. of Friday, and then you get music early as well, and and seasonal artwork by Jordan. You got to be doing it. Everyone who listens to this podcast is doing it. Maybe, hopefully, by now. Hopefully, uh, thank you so much. Subscribe, rate, review. Adios, amigos.
1: Peace. <laughs>